0: Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my awesome and lovely wife Elder J.C.
1: We're in the house today. Greetings, greetings, greetings. And I am so excited for this time period because this is the Holy of holies. Yeah. So welcome podcast and radio family as we continue because you know we we ran a little bit short on time last week but we're going to continue on the events leading up to the last supper and we may be able to even go into the point where Yeshua is risen. Okay he got beat up first. Okay. Yeah well we know all that we're we going to get into the details. Praise
0: God. And I know that uh, this is the Passover yes. uh, weekend. Last weekend was uh, last Sunday was uh, Palm Sunday, and uh, and this weekend is uh, the Passover. Now we're going to have to do a special show just around the Passover. Because well, not it's only like th- you're saying Saturday he rose, Sunday he rose from the dead, but the numbers don't work out on those. Or
1: Friday, yes, but I think. If we talk in terms of the Sabbath, I think we would have a better and clear understanding about Passover and all of the feast.
0: Praise God! Yes, indeed. So, I know last time, uh, last week, we ended the show. Because I got so excited about Lazarus being uh, raised from the dead by Yeshua himself by shouting out his name, Lazarus, come forth. Yes. And how if he would have just said, hey, come on, come forth, everybody would have woke up out of the mm-hmm. grave. And boy, boy that would have been a sight. <laughs> my, 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 my. And how uh, Yeshua told him to loose his grave clothes yes. and then to have him go and. And uh, clean up and and wash him up and clean him up and then the, everybody gather around to have a meal together. I know Lazarus himself had to be perplexed. <laughs> One minute I'm gone and now I'm back. Oh my goodness, with Yeshua! Now, if anyone who was a, a stone believer that day had been
1: him, oh, and, and not only him, but those who were questioning. Yeshua up to that point. You know, you had the Pharisees and the Sadducees, but we're talking about the common man, the man who is not always privy to the religious what I would say uppers, the people who the, are at the, the top. Hierarchy. Yes. And so for them to see a miracle performed by someone who they do remember as the son of Joseph, because you know a lot of times Yeshua couldn't do any miracles in his own town because people were like, huh, that's the son of Joseph, the carpenter's son? Are you kidding I me? <laughs> so he didn't do any miracles during that time. But during these 40 days, there's just so many healings and and so many um, testimonies. And we discussed five. Um, we started off looking at um, the anointing of the feet. I think Pastor's going to cover a little bit of that. And then we went into uh, Lazarus. So there's just so much packed into these four Gospels around that time that it's just important for our readers to really open that Bible Mm -hmm. and start reading it for yourself. And we had talked about how
0: for uh, JC and I, we, when we're studying and researching uh, the Bible and also the history, we tend to place ourselves in that time period. Yes. You know, from a historical time period. So to put ourselves into the audience of Lazarus or being in the room where uh, Mary of Bethany was pouring that spiker or those oils or that gift uh, over Yeshua's feet. And then to use her hair to the wipe and clean his feet. Uh, that just being in that room and just smelling the spikear because this there's another name for a spike are
1: well it's it's from the plant called Nard, N A R D. And what they do most times you think of the flowers as being the most perfumed, but it is in the root. They dry it out and crush it. And apparently it's very expensive, probably because of the process they have to use to do it during that time. So it's an expensive perfume. Mm.
0: Now, Mary... I'm up here watching Mary cleaning Yeshua's feet, and I know he had some musty feet because he was walking
1: everywhere
0: along with his disciples. So I know his feet were musty, and for her to use her hair, then her hair had to be dirty and yet still smell well, good. But
1: you know, hey, that's what the French do. French, uh, and I'm sure it's changed now, but at one time, that's why they made perfume, because people didn't bathe regularly, Mm -mm. Uh and so the perfume was to use to help with the odor. But when you talk about perfuming something, um, we had uh, a few friends over, and I always like to have flowers uh, in the home, kind of just around the, the meal, and Pastor brought some flowers in, but it took the flowers almost three days now that's interesting before we noticed the fragrance yeah and it was so not so much perfumey but the fragrance of the flowers were just permeating in the family room and the dining room and I said you know it took those flowers three days what did they have to do come to life it took that time for whatever the process was that we brought them in from the store into the home before it allowed that Aroma to permeate the air and so you could almost imagine that same thing was happening with Yeshua at the time Mm -hmm. well we had a a, it was a good time
0: last week and we're going to have even a better time this week because we are going to talk about the Beatitudes Mm. uh, the Sermon on the Mount yes and and a few other things that this is Holy Week yes it is and uh, stay tuned with us and we'll be right back want to write the word husband down. You, we got to be careful with this.
1: I was looking at this word the other day and I realized that the power of a man in the family is the key to the family. Matter of fact, the word husband is from two words
0: put together. Write them down. It's the word houseborn. One who bonds the house together. Greetings. I'm Pastor Gary Montgomery co-host of the stone builders hour with my lovely wife elder jc we thank you for listening to living stones radio ministry and invite you to become a sponsor of the stone builders hour for as little as 25 dollars monthly your sponsorship is tax deductible and can be made on our secure website we are livingstones.org Just click on the donor button and become a partner. It's that easy. We want to thank you for your support and God bless each and every one of you.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and me, Elder J.C. Yes, Montgomery. And we are ministers of Living Stones International. And I can't believe it that we uh, passed our 15th year, wow. January 2022. So it just goes to show you when you're having fun with the Lord, he makes the time go fast because of aging too, but also just knowing the length of time when you're working and walking with the Lord. Uh, both pastor and I- That's are, after
0: 35 years of being self-employed. That's right, that's right.
1: Yeah. yeah, so now you're really aging us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it right now, come to think of it. But God.
1: yes, but the time is just so important that you get in that word because you really don't know. It's not so much the brevity of your life. It's more of God said, the word will not return void. And what did he mean by that? He meant that we are the word. We're the people who should be taking this word and getting it into our spirit so that we can become God-like because I'm there. I'm just telling God. you. <laughs> the powerful message of Yeshua's ministry went beyond Galilee, only limited by because he was now human. Because if he was still God like, he could he would be all over the 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 whole planet, the universe. But in his own human limitations, he was showing the disciples what they could accomplish based on those limitations. And you know Christ, he never said he couldn't do anything. He said, make it so. Or he would ask people, Do you want to be healed? Could you imagine God coming up to you and asking you, Do you want to be healed? Yes. Would yes. you say no? Of course not. And then there were people who always Some questioned. people would say, Oh, you there you go. Yep. You're Some no be- question. Right. Some people uh-huh. would question it. And he would say, Are you sure? Are you definitely needing something because he already knew the answer before they even opened their mouths. so this is the time he delegated to the 12 and then also to the 70 to spread the good news so here we go uh what is that called delegation he delegated to the 12 because they were the closest to him But then he had to send out 70. And when you think about sending out 70 people, say like it's a business, even as our nonprofit, if we sent out 70 people, they wouldn't just be confined to our immediate space. It would become more county or regional. It might even become statewide. It could even become national and as in our name, international. So the Sermon on the Mount, called the Beatitudes, spells out Yeshua's character for his followers, for the for us, yeah. as kingdom citizens. And one of the things that he always references that we are to be the light of the world. So if you read Matthew five thirteen through sixteen, it states, "Ye are the salt of the earth." Mm. But if the salt have lost its fa- fa- uh, savor or flavor, wherewith show it be salted? Because, you know, food isn't quite, you don't want it salty, but if it doesn't have a that salt, yeah. it doesn't taste quite as right. That pastor, every time I make something, I say, okay, what does he need? He says, need salt. I a said, salt. not a, a, a little bit of salt, but he says, not a whole lot, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just, just bit, to make it taste, taste better. <laughs> It is uh, As I read further, it is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Mm. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven.
0: Wow! Praise God. So each of the traits that are called out in the sermon are how and what we should aspire to. Uh, and let me let me say this first: you know the difference between the tenth commandments that were. God gave to Moses yes, uh, on Mount Sinai. And that was confirmed the moral precepts between God and his people, which were the Israelites. And during that time, uh, it was always, thou shalt not. Mm. You know, phrases... Uh, uh, evil must, you know, evil must be avoided. But it was like, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not. Right, in, not So God, because those Israelis were Israelites uh, when they left Egypt, they was all messed up. In yes, head, they were. <laughs> they they were. said, let me go back to Egypt. Right, (laughs) right. But in contrast, the message that Yeshua, that's one of humility and charity and brotherly love. He teaches transformation of the inner person. Yes. And that's why he presents the beatitude in a positive sense and virtues in life, which will ultimately lead to a reward, a safe and prosperous life uh, to, to, to. Uh, to conquer, to overcome any adversity, uh, praising the Almighty. And love becomes our primary motivation. It does. It's true. And so when he talks about the poor, like when Jesus talks about the, in the sermon, the, uh, he gives an example as poor in spirit. You know, sometimes that's to help us to recognize our own shortcomings. Yes, it is. And to seek God's grace. And he also uh, specified that the meek, you know, the meek means to control strength, not weakness. God doesn't want us to be weak. He especially wants us men.
1: Right, to man up.
0: Men, Mm. you know, and to, we're designed that way. And a lot of men have given up their control. And since we're to follow Yeshua's example, we are to be peacemakers like him. Yes. And that's why all that crazy stuff that's going over there in Europe right now between Mm. Russia and Ukraine, that's been going on for centuries. Yes. And but God wants us to have control and inner strength and not be weak during this time of topsy turviness. And so uh, the, the, when he talks about the sermon and references like eight characteristics for the kingdom that we'll go into, it's like poor in spirit, yes. mourn, meek, hunger for righteousness, merciful, pure in heart, peacemakers and those who uh, are persecuted.
1: Well, one of the things you mentioned earlier about the Ten Commandments, they were, they were the not things to do. But Yeshua brought in, I think, with, the Beatitudes, not only the blessing, but the ability for us to look at what it is we can do positively. We need to be looking at um, happy kinds of times, congratulatory kinds of times, being an encourager, that's one of the things, Pastor, and I are. We're exhorters of people who want to go in business or who yes. want opportunities. Because when you encourage someone, when you congratulate someone, mm-hmm. it gives it you. You're blessed as well, right. and I think that's what Christ was trying to get through to His disciples. Don't just come out and tell people what not to do, but let them know that who they are. In Christ in that spirit is gonna be an encouragement really for somebody else. Yeah,
0: that's true. And that's why he states in Matthews 5 19 Whatsoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments mm. and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Wow. But whosoever shall do and teach them the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. And he says in the next verse, for I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Wow. And and you had the, uh, who were they? You had the Sadducees. right. Those
1: Pharisees.
0: Pharisees. You had the Essenes and the Zealots. There were like four major types of uh, groups uh, during that second temple in uh, Jerusalem. And so, and they all, they all had an issue with Jesus.
1: Yes, they did.
0: <laughs> so much so that he healed and raised Lazarus from the dead. So much so they want to kill Lazarus too. Not only did they want to kill Yeshua, they killed Lazarus too. Oh, so sometimes. Even though you're innocent and you're a bystander, just know that the deceiver and Satan's out to get you and and kill you, yep. your children and your children's children, because that's just the way he is. That's the way he's been designed. So uh, let me look at this. Let's go over those eight beatitudes. Yeah,
1: okay, all right.
0: So the eight. The first one is bless. Or devu- I can imagine Yeshua up there.
1: That's a lot of people to be speaking to without a microphone. Yeah, and
0: you got all men and women and children, young and old, fat and thin, tall and short, all kind of different peoples and nationalities and religions there at the spur of the moment that something wasn't planned, but by word of mouth that Yeshua was going to speak. And his reputation preceded him. So when he's up there in front of everyone and says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, a lot of people that were showing up, they was broke, busted, and disgusted. And when you're broke, busted, and disgusted, and you don't have a nickel and a dime to your name, then you're poor in spirit.
1: Yes, you are.
0: Because I know we grew up poor, but... Our mom said just because you was poor do I not mean you got to be dirty and you don't have to have that mind. That's how that? we grew up.
1: Yes. Yeah. And we now- were clean. <laughs> I don't know about today, but you had to scrub, dub 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 and we didn't have dove soap, or <laughs> even if it was out, we were, we didn't use that kind of soap. We were using Kirk soap, Kirk and, soap. and lye soap. <laughs> you had to scrub, scrub, scrub till your seemed like your skin was bleeding
0: too much yeah uh, praise god and the second one is blessed are they who mourn for they shall be comforted so all those people in the Ukraine uh, they're losing and Russia is losing also Mm -hmm. and all the folks who are who are here in our country of rape murder you know burning down your, your buildings and your stores and being robbed and Oh, boy, we, we had some terrible news um, uh, over the weekend. Yes. We won't go into m- many details, but you know, one of our students uh, that were in our program committed a, a, a heinous crime and and uh, and you've, and it's just unfortunate that um, it, you know you create a safety net, but it still has to be you know you have to want to walk through the safety net,
1: or, and not only that, but parents. You need to be involved totally, not just in giving your children things or not just, I mean, you want to protect them, but not to the point that it's harmful to them learning some important lessons about what's right and wrong. Yeah, and,
0: and oh, Johnny's not bad. He's okay. Johnny's not bad. But then Johnny's bad because Johnny's got at-risk behavior. And instead of uh, trying to correct that behavior, the he was rewarded because he could do no wrong. And, uh, and, and from a child and now a teenager, uh, God, he will be in the prison system.
1: And it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. So, And and that's why, oh God, blessed are the meek. Yes. Hallelujah. For they shall inherit the earth to be humble and to be meek. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Not the hunger and thirst that you hungry and I'm thirsty, but for righteousness. For they shall be satisfied. Mm. And blessed are the merciful. For they shall attain mercy. Hallelujah, Lord. And blessed are the pure of heart. For they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And that's all, and and that's Matthew 5, uh, 3 through 10. um, Study the Beatitude, especially now, because this is leading up. These are events that were leading up. Right to Yeshua, of after this coming down off that mount and telling the disciple, it's prepared for the Passover." Yes, and uh, and then seeing the donkey. Well, the donkey already happened. Yes, because and, of Palm Sunday, right? Yes. So then, no,
1: that, or Palm Sabbath. Palm Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, the word is Sabbath, mm. but it's interesting when you read those things a lot of the, when you talk about the Pharisees, and the Sadducees and the Zealots and whoever else was against him, they were always throwing in his face that he was overturning the law of the Old Testament because that's where they lived. But remember, God only gave us 10 commandments and they went to 10,000. So, of course, what he was stating was against what they believed. But remember, Isaiah, Zechariah, Even Daniel prophesied Mm -hmm. that Yeshua was coming to fulfill the law and the Old Testament prophecies. So somehow they just they were reading into it, but they weren't reading it. You know what is it? Line upon line, precept upon precept. You have you can't just read the Bible. You got to be able to know and research what it means. They just didn't believe he was the the Messiah, Messiah that That's was true. written
0: in the Word.
1: Yes, they because did
0: because they were still looking for him and for him to show up. Now, well, who are you to show up now? It's been how many years and thousands of years before he even showed up and so well,
1: you know how it is you're looking for the king you're looking for a, a great knight you're looking for a warrior you're looking for someone to come with an army that's what they were expecting yeah. but the army is us we're the <laughs> army we have to have this word in us so much so that Yeshua God the angels our, our families our friends can see the light so that they can be drawn to the light. Mm. So, you know, as in anything, when Yeshua looked around and he saw after he gave his word, he looked around and saw there was 5,000 people hanging around. <laughs> and they had to be, what? Hungry. Yeah. And so the apostle the says, well, just send them off. They can go into town and get food. And Yeshua said, no, what food do we have? Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> what for, because a lot of people probably just came because they they knew they he heard. was going to be there. And they didn't pack any lunch or, you know, brought any food with them. A lot of them just were drawn and came there. They just dropped everything. Yes. And to, to be there with him because they wanted to be next to that word. They want to get part of that healing. They wanted that good example of what it means to be a, a pastor, Mm. you know a shepherd to the flock so when they said "Well, go around see what what we got and they said well there's only a little boy that <laughs> see i have to give the little boy credit because he packed him a lunch <laughs> 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 he said um well i guess i can go or maybe he had already packed a lunch and he said well right. i want to hear too what was it three lows in twelve fish? No, three fishes is, and a loaf. We'll have to find that yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Because what he did was transform that amount mm. to feed the 5,000. And remember, what did he do before he did that? He l- lifted up himself in prayer mm. and blessed the food. So when he did the prayer and lifted it up, he was able to supply 5,000 people. Another time he did 4,000. But this initial with the Beatitudes, he did 5,000 people. Mm-mm-mm. And then they had leftovers. <laughs> so people went home with a doggy bag. Isn't that what we do sometimes? to go to banquets or events and maybe we don't really eat all that we needed and we can get food to take home. I mean, that's an opportunity right there to just show the people that he is about feeding his flock. But this teaching was so great, yet so simple. And it was to the point, even the most common person understood it. And guess what? They wanted to hear more. Wouldn't you? Indeed. I would. I mean, they probably even weren't thinking about eating because when that word, I, and I think I said that before. I had a friend of mine. She wanted to lose weight. She didn't know how. And she was trying to. So she said what she started doing was reading her Bible when she got hungry. And it satisfied her. So much showed that the she stopped eating, of course, all the things we shouldn't be eating. The junk, the ice creams, the cakes. And then she started eating a little bit more. Eating better in terms of your fruits and vegetables. And she was losing the weight. So... Remember that all four gospel writers talked about the feeding of the five thousand. Yeah, yeah. The little boy had five barley okay. loaves and two fish. So that's only seven things for five thousand <laughs> 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 people.
0: <laughs> told everybody sit down. Yes, and uh, and he prayed. Lifted up, and like you said, he prayed over that fish, and it was like it was like the oil. Oh. with um, uh, uh, was a Samuel.
1: Yes, who Samuel and he said, or even, um, what was it? I think it was Peter, make me a cake first, and then with the with what you had, she had a little bit of oil and a little bit of flour, and then the oil never right. ran out. Oh. So that go get some other containers, that's right, too. to fill it up. So that's, that's what that's God's blessing, about. Yeah. Yes, He's exponential. So pre and post this incident, Yeshua did many miracles. And of course, Luke being the physician he is, a lot of those you can read in his uh, gospel. But he cleansed the leper. He healed the centurion's servant. I thought that was excellent because the centurion came to him and said, well, you know, his servant was sick. And so Yeshua said, well, why would you come? He says, because I know you're a great man like I am. He says, and when you tell someone to go here and go there, they do it. He says, I know just by your word that my servant will be healed. And and Yeshua looked at his disciples and said, see here is a man of great faith. He said, go your way. And the servant is healed. And sure enough, when he got back and looked at everything, um, and asked the servants when it had happened. It was at the same time when Yeshua said it. He calms the wind. He restores a girl to life because she was actually dead. And But he said, oh, she's asleep. But he raised her up. And a woman healed from the issue of blood. We talked about that the last time about he knew that she drew out of him his spirit. So there's a lot of stories to tell that God abound in glory and want us to do the exact same thing. He wanted to show what we must break from that Pharisee and Sadducee tradition yeah. and move with the spirit. Because as he described the Pharisees and Sadducees in Matthew fifteen seven through 9, he says, you hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of Men,
0: the Ten Thousand Commandments,
1: right? Not <laughs> God. So, that's audience, nice, you have to understand that God is looking for a people, just like David, where he said, "He's a man after my own heart." That's what I want to be. I want to be that man after God's heart.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to be transformed.
1: Yes,
0: you know, to be. And, and that's with David, even though he had committed, he was a lousy father. Uh, he was an adulterous. He did a lot of things, but he knew how to pray, and also he didn't sin no more after he did. That's the whole thing. You don't sin no more after those uh, after he did those things, and that's why the beatitude is so important because beatitude it's the possession of all things held to be good. Yes, from which nothing is absent. That a good desire may want. And perhaps the meaning of Beatitude may become clearer to us if it's compared with its opposite. Now the opposite of Beatitude is what? misery. Yes. And misery means being afflicted unwillingly with painful suffering. So I want to be on the Beatitude side. No pain and suffering.
1: That's true. One of the things that we need to do is we want to talk and move into our segment on the lord's supper okay that's we're gonna take a short break all right
2: Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife JC at Livingstones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Livingstones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. With Pastor hey. Gary and Elder JC, we're enjoying ourselves uh, studying with you uh, the, this uh, events leading up to the Passover. But don't pass over us when it's time to think about your giving. Uh, Living Stones, the host of the program, uh, we, can, we need your help. Um, you can become a stone builder partner by donating $25 per month. And in return, we have some t-shirts waiting for you to pick up. Very nice t-shirts. Yes, to say thank you for what you do. And you can do that by going on our website, uh, www.welivingstones.org. And once you go to the website, you also learn about uh, about, uh, JC and I. Also, see some pictures of I think we still got some pictures of us there. No? All right. I'm getting a a head shake. No. (laughs) But you can learn about the organization. Yes, you can. And and what we do and what we've done and we need your help. And it's so easy by going to that donate page. And uh, we take Visa, Mastercard, and and we we just want to say a thing. If it's not twenty five dollars, you could be like the woman with the with the mites Yeah, yes. to put in the well and uh, into the the offering and and um, and you know God. And loves a cheerful giver.
1: Yes, he does. So
0: we just want to say thank you for the gifts that are on the way. And we know that you will be blessed because you will have, you know, whether you give or not, we're praying for you.
1: Yes, we are. And
0: if you have any questions, write us at the same address uh, right there on our website, our email addresses. And if you have any questions or uh, if you, you know, would like to correspond with us, feel free to do so. We welcome you as, as our partner. And but we want to go to share with you during this time of historical significance, the Lord's Supper, yes. where He's with His disciples. And you know what? There's probably some other people standing around in that room, and also you have people who were cooking and preparing the meal, and uh, and and Yeshua brings in the, the new covenant with His death and resurrection. And, and one thing he says in 1 in Corinthians 11, that's with uh, the Apostle Paul, uh, he says, do this in remembrance of me, the, the dinner. And he says, I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, took that means he had taken a little sip, saying, "This cup is the new testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye Eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes.
1: And it's yeah. yeah, and it's interesting that a lot of the gospel writers all spoke to the Lord's Supper. So it had to have importance to them. It had to show them a new way. And so when you think if if one person says it it's important. But when three or more people say it or talk about it, you know it's even more important than that. Yeah, Matthew,
0: Matthew 26, 28. You know, Jesus, he instituted the Lord's Supper as memorial of the deliverance from sin. Yes. He would give to those who trust in him. The bread and the cup. That reminds us of the one-time sacrifice Yeshua made on the cross. And we partake it to remember what he did on our behalf. Yes, He did this unselfish act for us. Yes. And that's why, uh, you know, it's Christ's way of keeping a purpose and victory of his cross. He wants to keep that in focus over his triumph over death. Now, he showed that he had triumph over death by raising Lazarus. Yes, he did. And that's what stirred up the enemies because <laughs> he
1: think he god. <laughs> I mean, is that what y'all be saying? Oh, he think he God. He think he's special. He think he better than everybody else. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh, we're gonna take him out. Yes. And they plan behind closed doors to take him out. And we will always, that's why we want, We ask you, just study the, the, the Old Testament. Yes. Because it's going to help you understand and clarify what's in the New Testament. Yes. That's why in Jeremiah 31, 31, he says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a new covenant yes. with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. And we make an active confession and occasion by reliving this Last Supper over, over
1: and, and over. over again. Yes, it does. And one of the things about each of the disciples as they portrayed this uh, Last Supper, one of the things about Mark is he wanted to teach everyone about discipleship. And, you know, when we uh, we have this thing, uh, when we do parenting snippets, we talk about uh, being disciplined versus punishment. And when you take discipleship or being a disciple, that's going to make it different when you're training your child in the way that they should go. Because here we're talking about um, not doing things out of kind of a mean way or that you're going to enact some type of understanding between you and your child. But now, we have a we have a way to follow in order to so people don't even go that way so that they're, they're on a positive note, not a negative note, and it underscores that what I what I think it underscores is that we now have faith in Yeshua, we have faith in a new person, and just as Pastor uh, read earlier, a new covenant. So we don't have to go out and kill anything anymore. We now have the ability to be able to undertake. And overcome our situation. Sacrifice animals, Mm, yes, by killing anyone, right? (laughs) Exactly. Sacrifice. So, and I think finally, Mark assures Christian workers of all generations that the same miracles Christ did then we can do now, because He said, "Greater works will we do." So, I think this new this covenant replaces the first; it's complete. It's universal. And now we have what that I always say each and every morning. Thank you, Lord, for the new grace, the new mercy that we have. But we know that we have to be worthy to partake in this blessing. Because it's like anything else. You can't come into it with having the wrong attitude, like the Pharisees, Sadducees. You can't come into it thinking that you're better. You can't come into it thinking that you know everything. You have to humble your spirit. Didn't they say, poor in spirit, you shall be meek, the peacemakers? All those things are what's going to bless us. Because otherwise, God deems you unworthy. That's right. He wants us to keep his commandments and his laws. Not the 10,000, just the 10. (laughs) And we don't want God's chastisement because sometimes he does allow things to happen to us. Remember when he called the sons of God, who was among them, Satan, Mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to and fro, seeing whom I can devour. So the same holds true for spiritual gifts that God wants to share with us. Self-control is part of the blessing. I'm still working on that one. Our goal is not I think a lot of us are in process <laughs> yeah. of on that one. Our goal is not to be a curse, and that's where you get the word anathema from, as Satan is alienated from God without any hope of ever being redeemed. Of ever being redeemed. He's never gonna be redeemed because he thought he was God. So we said, take it seriously. Read 1 Corinthians 12.3 that says, Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God can call Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Ghost. Mm. So we know in our spirit, because Romans 1, if you read that, he says, you know you know me yeah. because I made you. So if you deny me, you're a liar. Hmm. Uh Because my DNA, uh, if we go back to some science, my DNA is in you. It's just like your children look like you, act like you, do things like you. That's the DNA. So just as your children act a certain way, so is God expecting us to do that same thing by his spirit.
0: (laughs) Some of these children do... Take on the characteristics. Oh, and Oh yes, of they parents. do. I'm, I'm thinking about some of those children, and uh, that we've known. We we ran an after school program for several years. Yes, we and, did. Uh, uh, and, and we started with about 12 students whose parents were incarcerated, and uh, and that
1: was the reason for it because we wanted to give them a different view of what they could accomplish. By not following in, in their parents' footsteps.
0: Yeah, because they were incarcerated and and some of the children were blaming themselves. But anyway, that's a whole new show unto itself. Yes, it is. Maybe <laughs> we need to do to a recap. But but some of the traits that some of the children, they're like sponges. Yes. And we found them to be highly intelligent. Yes, they were. And they observe and hear everything Everything. yes unfortunately some of the things I used to uh, take the children home after school and they would volunteer I didn't even have to ask stuff. And because it's camaraderie, we're singing songs or I'm testing them with spelling and math in their heads to help them. But then some of them, once they, we build a trust, they'll share what's going on in their homes, you know, even among their friends. Yes. And the thing about it is so sad. Their friends know how to, what they're going through too. Do, yes. Oh, God help us. That's why coming into the New Testament, all four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They speak concerning the Passover celebration. They, they 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 just they all talk about it. The old testament, it focused on the external disposition where Yeshua, he focused on the heart without outward appearances. I kind of touched about that a little bit earlier. Yep. It, it, it's, it's not only a memorial supper, but anticipate Yeshua's return. And we, as believers, were giving away to the festivities of the marriage feast of the bridegroom. It's like a party. We're, this is a time where halal, meaning praise, is sung at the end of the supper from Psalms one fifteen through one eighteen, and it fulfills the prophecy of Zechariah in thirteen seven. Zechariah states, "Thus saith the Lord of hosts." If thou wilt walk in my ways, and if thou wilt keep my charge, then thou shalt also judge my house. Yes, and shall also keep my courts, and I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. You know and this is also mentioned uh, not exactly the same word but it's mentioned in Matthew 26 through 17 and Mark 14 through 22 and Luke 22 17 and John 13 through 1 through 17 you know John though he emphasized the supper through Yeshua washing the disciples feet mm-hmm. and Yeshua was teaching servitude as the nature of one's heart and spirit and I believe Yeshua was exhibiting leadership strength, traits. To be a leader, one must be a servant first. Um, hear
1: that, audience. Hear those uh, our ministers and evangelists and apostles and pastors. We do have to be a servant, have a servant heart. During this Passover. I
0: wonder how many pastors are washing the feet of the congregation.
1: Well, I can say one did it, uh, Pastor. You did it during uh, a prison uh, service. Yeah, prison. good. And I know the men were, because when you do that, not only is it humbling for the person who's doing it, but it's also humbling for another person Mm. to get the benefit of that. Could you Because those men... <laughs> I mean, they were like in almost tears. Yeah. because of them were. Yes, because no one ever mm. took the time to do something like that. And when you talk about the spirit, there it goes again. The spirit moved among those men so much so mm. that they opened up about what was going on in their lives or they committed themselves to change their ways because one of the things you talk about when you talk about something like that is Yeshua talked about the destruction of Jerusalem. He talked about the time of the Gentiles and when those times comes that's the whole reason for Christ overcoming death, burial, and resurrection because there is going to be a time of the coming king in his second coming. And this refers to not only the direction of Jerusalem, and that occurred in 70 AD, but also the second coming. He says during which the gospel is proclaimed to the whole world. Mm. Inasmuch as Jerusalem often symbolizes the Israelite people as a whole. Yeshua during this time is also prophesying the disbelief of the majority of Israelites during the Church Age, and he's specifically talking about the Jews. They don't believe that Christ came already; <laughs> they're waiting for his first coming. Are well, they going to be shocked when he comes? When he comes this time, second time, yeah. And and, oh, and are you ready? But the Old Testament. Use a similar language to describe the day of the Lord, whether literally or figuratively, the description of violence will not change. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's going to be disturbing is the phenomenon preceding the Lord's return. And see, people don't talk about this because we all think we're going to be translated up before it happens. But Here in Luke 21, 26 to 28, it says that his return will strike terror Mm. in the hearts of the impenitent. Mm. So you don't who don't want to confess your sins, you who think you're gonna be passing all this, or who you think isn't real, but it will be the source and hope of those of us who believe. See, it's going to strike fear. He coming with a sword. Yeah. And it talks about in Revelation, the hem of his garment is going to be blood red. How do you think it's going to get red? <laughs> He's going to be
0: slicing and dicing. Dice.
1: Yes, he is. Because yeah. you will not come to the point of belief. Mm-mm. Well, Pastor, I don't know if you have anything else that I, you well, want to...
0: Just say a, a prayer.
1: Okay. So... so yeah. And what we'll do is when we come back, we'll talk about the Garden of Gethsemane, Uh, basically putting it all together.
0: Do we have enough time?
1: To do it now? Yeah. Um, I think I would want to do it. At the next one, unless you want to, if you can get it in and under three minutes, no, we can't get that
0: garden <laughs> because, he, because he was uh, hey, he took his boys with him and told them to hold out, wait for me while he go off and pray, and then uh, that's when the action starts,
1: yes, it does.
0: And slicing and dicing, and armies of people showing up, and Peter and everything, and then now let's wait,
1: yeah. And you remember, this is going to be the uh, this Sabbath is moving into the Passover. And then we wanted to definitely talk about um, one of the things that we wanted to do is we you mentioned about the mathematical uh, impossibility <laughs> of him raising up from three days because Friday through Sunday, mm, not quite going to meet that challenge. Right, so we'll talk right. a little
0: bit about that. Yeah, 24 hours. You got to go the 24-hour cycles.
1: Okay, so if you want to go ahead and close this out in prayer, we're...
0: Well, Lord, Ready. may we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the spirit lights give light to the world. Yes. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us so we and all your children shall be free. And the whole earth live to praise your name through Christ our Lord's to say amen.
1: Amen. I'm, I love that prayer. I'm gonna get a copy have to of be that.
0: Short and sweet. All Praise right, God, because He said you don't need those long. That's
2: right. He, vain vain babblings. <laughs> Praise
0: God. I, we just love to Lord, and you can't do nothing about it. Praise God.
1: Except join us. Yes.
0: Become a stone builder partner yes. and reach out to us. Go to our website at welivingstones.com. Org And let's start communicating. Yes. praise. We're God. out. Till next week. I love you, Lord.
2: For your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hand. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head sing of the goodness of God.